Welcome to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Shannon and Ashley, and we're here to connect with you on all things related to parenting and marriage and everything in between. We want to try and shed some light on how all the normal pieces of our lives can be impacted by mental health and just try and provide some solidarity and community. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to episode two, season two. We are going to dive into um, a topic that's kind of funny as we are in this up and coming neighborhood, um, keeping up with the Joneses. And I think um, one thing that's really cool about our neighborhood is we seem to all really mesh well and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem competitive. I think um, the phrase like keeping up with the Joneses has a lot to do with you feeling the need to compare yourself and to like compare your achievements and compare your status or, or it, you know, it's not even always um, like physical, like it's not like, Oh my gosh, the, you know, the Joneses have a pool and, and we don't, it, you know, it could be like, you know, Oh, the, their child has excelled in, you know, they're, they're the football MVP or something and, mm-hmm. and feeling like you just can't measure up to that. Yeah, um, so true. I think it's not just physical stuff. It's like feeling like you're not measuring up to whoever you're comparing yourself to. I like, I don't remember being in so many different like sports like our kids are in now and like the clubs and there was like, mm-hmm. there was like school sports and club sports. Like, I don't remember having all of that, you know, in my life anyway. Um, so I feel like there's definitely a component of that. Like I remember when my my kids that are now older, when they were younger, and I was just learning about like you know t-ball, right? Like I was like, <laughs> okay, I've got to put my son in t-ball. And then all of a sudden I found out, well, there's this more elite, you know, baseball program that you but it's not here in town. You have to drive into the city, and it's like a whole separate thing, and you got to pay for it. And I'm like, my child is five, yeah. you know, and it's like well, why? And then it's like, well, everybody's doing that. And if Mm -hmm. you want to see them do really well when they're older, you have to do it like this. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot. It is a lot. And, you know, I don't know if it's because, so I'm from a really teeny tiny little podunk town. (laughs) So I don't know if it was that there wasn't these things, um, like they weren't the norm when I was younger or just because, from where I'm from, it was small and we just didn't have the same like resources. But when I started hearing about like club sports, for example, I'm like, well, what's the difference between what is a club sport compared to like doing it through the school? You know, like my, um, my cousins, they live in Colorado and they were huge into soccer Mm -hmm. and then sometimes like fly places to go to these tournaments yeah. and I'm like fly places I know. <laughs> like how whose pocket does that come right. out of you know and even um my daughter played basketball this year um which was super fun and and low-key but I remember thinking um I like I think the fee to play was like $50 or something you know like $50 for, yeah. for third grade basketball and they did they got like a full jersey, like the tank and the mm-hmm. shorts, and they're reversible. And I'm like, what happened to like throwing a t-shirt yeah. on with their names painted mm-hmm. in like puffy t-shirt paint? That's that's what <laughs> I remember. Sure. Is, is that just because I went to a little tiny I, town? Could or? have been a factor, but I think no. <laughs> I, I think they definitely like up their game when it comes to uniforms and 
And just, yeah, the cost of being in all of these different sports, it's crazy. It's so expensive. We had to buy our um, basketball shoes, too, because I tried to send her in just her, like, Target sneakers, and she was sliding all over the court. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I needed to, you know, get her basketball shoes. And then you go to Dick's Sporting Goods, and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I think what's really hard about this particular – I'm so glad we're doing a topic on this because I think what's really hard about this as a parent – is, you know, you want so badly to, like, make sure your your child fits in mm-hmm. and doesn't ever have that, like, I'm, I'm left out, everybody else has this or does this, whatever yep. mentality. But at the same time, you know, you're just giving into these things that, you know, like when you're doing the club stuff or when you're, you know, it could be something like trendy shoes or, you know, everyone's got this certain, like, backpack. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, there's, like, a hard balance between – you saying, no, we're mm-hmm. not going to follow and keep up with the Joneses yeah. and then, or, you know, giving in so that your child can, you know, feel included and be a part of that. So like, how do you balance that? I don't know the answer to that because <laughs> actually I was just having a conversation with my daughter about this this morning because she, she's my little mini me and you know, she loves my husband, but she's definitely like just attached to me at the hip. And so on days that I work at the birth center, he has to put them on the bus. And this is always a thing for her. Like, oh, yeah. oh dad has put me on the bus. And she wants me to, like, lay out her clothes in the morning. And, and so last night, um, before I so yeah, I guess it was last night before she went to bed. She's like, do you have to work tomorrow? And I'm like, you know what, kid? You look around you. If you want all these things that, you know, we're able to do for you, then, yeah, I have to work tomorrow and if you want me to quit my job and and you're willing to like live in a box by the river sure like I can quit my job and but then we have to make sacrifices and give up all of this stuff and I think that I struggle with wanting to give everything to my kids so that they just live this like fulfilled wonderful life but also wanting them to have humility and wanting them to live a fulfilled, wonderful life without all these material items, you know, and be humble and be kind and not be entitled and not be spoiled. And like, you're, you're trying to find that balance of like, how do I, how do I enrich them both ways, you Mm -hmm. know, enrich them with, yeah, like really cool, fun things that, you know, Amelia, my daughter really wants a horse. Okay. So yeah, it would be so cool to have a horse. But also, how do we teach her that, like, that is a privilege, mm-hmm. you know? And my husband struggles with that a little bit with my kids. He's always like, oh, we don't want them to be spoiled. You know, they're they're entitled. And I'm like, well, that's because they haven't had to work a day in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, they're eight and six. So, of course, they're entitled to things and feel entitled sure. to things because they've never had a job. Yeah. Um, so... I think that is one of the biggest struggles I have as a parent is trying to keep them humble and also give them what they, what they need and some of what they want. Yep. You know, I think for Brad and I, my husband and I, we, we both grew up not getting things that we wanted or, you know, we were, we were both raised in families where, you know, money didn't just like fall from the tree. Like we, you know, and, and I grew up in a very wealthy community and a very wealthy school. And so all of my friends, people I interacted with, you know, had everything. 
And so I feel like now that like we've both worked to a point in our life where we can kind of give our kids what we couldn't get, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably where we're coming from. It's like less about keeping up with other people as maybe we're just trying to like give our kids the opportunities we didn't get to have as kids, you know? But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Like where, where's the line drawn between giving too much mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunities you didn't get to have, yeah. you know? It's, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. And I think like trying to, to show them how how much happiness and joy and that you can get out of not much, mm-hmm. you know, because I grew up on a dairy farm and, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't wealthy yeah. and I had a great childhood, you know, like we, we went outside and, and played and me and my brother, me and my sister were not really that good of friends <laughs> until we were adults. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was always my best friend and we would always go out and find things to do. And, it was fun, you know, yeah. and just trying to, we didn't have a pool or anything outside. One time, um, I remember when my parents bought this cattle trailer once and me and my brother took turns locking each other in it for 30 minutes. <laughs> and then for 30 minutes, we would just like hang out in the cattle trailer because it was cool. It yeah. was new. There was nothing to do in there, but for whatever reason, it was just this game that we made. And I just remember that like all this really neat trailer that we found something to do with for Mm -hmm. the afternoon you know it's just so important um that we take a step back once in a while and think about the decisions we're making especially in parenting too because like as our kids get older the decisions are going to get more critical to their safety Mm -hmm. and you know i remember like when my now college kids when they were like in high school you know there's always going to be this like well my my friend's parents they don't check this or they don't make them come home at 12 o'clock or they their curfew is this time or they do this at this time and you know what um there's going to be a million ways to parent and a million decisions that you're going to make and just because you maybe they're five friends their curfew is at a certain time like it doesn't mean you have to set you have to do what's good for your family and comfortable mm-hmm. for you you know and um yeah, I, I found that a struggle too because I always felt like I had to like do what the other parents were doing because if I did it different, yep. you know. I think that's a really good point to to stop and think, okay, like I'm just going to use the example of, of a pool. Maybe the Joneses have a pool. But you have to ask yourself, how important is it to me to have a pool outside the Joneses, right? right. Like. Do I really want, want, you know, do I, is it important to me to have my kids, you know, involved in this or, or have their passwords for this? Is it important to me or is it, am I just comparing to how other people are doing mm-hmm. it? You know, you have to like put yourself in this independent posi- position where you're not comparing yourself to somebody else and decide how important is it to me? Yeah. And that's where the decision should lie. Right. For so. Sure. I think it presents itself in marriage too. Don't you think like Mm -hmm. as far as like what other marriages or what other people are doing, even like on social media, you know, like on anniversaries, it's like you have to, if you have Facebook, you better make sure that Mm -hmm. when it's your anniversary, you've got a post ready and you've got your pictures and all the words written. And it's like, my husband's not even on Facebook, yeah, which is so funny. Yeah. I'm like, I'm posting this stuff to him. I'm like, oh, 10 years of marriage. I love you yeah. so much. He's not even on there. Yep. You know, so am I doing it for, I mean, 
granted, I do have family and I'm sure they do appreciate, like, especially my family that's like out of Wisconsin, they probably appreciate seeing these things, but it's just funny how we do what other people are doing mm-hmm. because like, it's just the, it's the norm. It's what you do. I you agree that um, social media fuels that so much. I remember thinking that once a couple years ago when I, um, I think it was my, one of my kids' birthdays, and I made this like post about like, oh, you know, can't believe this was so many years ago, and you, you know, grown up into this funny kind, blah blah blah. And then I was like, why do I even put this on here? Because they don't have she's going to read it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe someday when yeah. she has her, a Facebook account, I'll share it to her wall, I guess, maybe. I but know. I'm like, I just don't even know why I spend so much time making this long um, post to her if she's not going to read it. And my husband, too, he doesn't have Facebook. He has a Facebook account so that he can have Facebook Messenger to, like, participate in our neighborhood chat and stuff. But he doesn't actually have like a Facebook profile and you know before when you had brought up social media I think that does fuel a lot of um you know even me I'm totally guilty of it when we were building our house and I was like look at because you know it is because you know I was proud of our house and I it was fun for me and I think that's an okay way to use social media but at the same time I don't want anybody else to feel inferior or, you know, something like Mm -hmm. that. So then you feel guilty, like, maybe I should have been posting it. Um, Because I myself have felt like, you know, even, you know, I walk through your house and sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. You know, I I feel like the grass is always greener somewhere else, you know, that'll happen to me. You know, it happens to all of us. Like I'm, I'm doing that with everything. Even now I'm like, should we have picked that bathtub? Is that like, is that the right size? Is it too deep? Is it too, is it tall? Like, I don't know. I just, you question things because you see, like you said, you see other people's or I know I compare myself to other like food bloggers, you Mm -hmm. know, I'll see what they're doing and I'm like, oh man, you know, their lighting is so much brighter or they use like a more fancy camera. I'm sitting here using my iPhone. Like what's the right thing for a food blogger to use, you know? And so (laughs) like so many parts of our life, Mm -hmm. this keeping up with each other thing is Mm -hmm. such a, such an issue right I mean I walked through your house and how many times have I said oh my gosh I need your floors and then I'll go <laughs> home and I'll be like oh, we should have just like lived in one of those tiny houses like I could have lived in a trailer and been totally happy could have lived in a barn Exa- exactly I could have lived in a barn you know and we don't I don't need those things mm-hmm. to survive obviously but I think it is okay to make decisions that like you know like the Marie Kondo thing what brings you joy you know, mm-hmm. and maybe that is you love your floors or something. Yeah. I think it's okay to use your financial means that you've worked hard for to get things that bring you joy. For sure. um, but you shouldn't use that to compete with other people. You know, mm-hmm. you, you should solely use it for things that are necessities to your life or things that do bring you joy, but not to compete. Yeah. Exactly. If that makes sense. I mean, I think I even did it with the podcast. I was like, what are other podcasters doing? How long do they have their episodes? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if we just do, do you, like if we just do us, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really, it shouldn't matter. You know, I did it even as I was writing my book, like, well, my, my book's not really a book because it's not like, you know, 100 and, 
85 pages. It's only whatever, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, I, I think there's just so many ways we can sit here and like pick ourselves apart because what we're doing is not like what this person's doing. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't know, I guess if you just spend your whole life doing that, really, what kind of like, how is that fulfilling you? you it's, know? it's not, I mean, the whole concept of keeping up with the Joneses is so self deprecating, Yeah. you know, like it, it's just, if I have struggled so much with mental health in the past with just feeling like I'm not as much as somebody else and feeling inadequate. And I, I think as I've grown up, I've learned um, to focus more on like what's important to me, but I still get sucked into yeah. um, just feeling like I'm less than somebody yeah. else. I, I, I'm with you there. Like, I think it's definitely, and I think a lot of people can relate to this um, topic because keeping up with the Joneses or however you want to refer to it as, I mean, comparison is really what it is. Like you said, it's just mm -hmm. comparing all the time and um, it's, it can, it can take a toll on your mental health. This is just another one of those examples of how we say like how the little bits and pieces of our life can be impacted by mental health. Well, this is one of those situations where if you spend every day comparing yourself you're probably always going to find something that you wish you had more of or did different or whatever. And it's just really not, it's not the way to live. It's not a way to feel fulfilled. It's not. And, you know, if you think about it, like, don't, don't let your neighbor take that from you, you yeah. know, and not just your neighbor, but whoever it is that you're comparing yourself to, like, don't, don't base your happiness and your successes and your victories off of a comparison of some unrelated person, right. you know, right. like you just, you have to bring, bring those thoughts inward and, um, you have to celebrate your own victories. And I also think it's important to realize that when you're like wishing that you had, you know, something else that somebody else has, there's probably another person that's looking at you uh -huh. and wants what you have, Absolutely. you know? And, um, and so I, I just, I just feel like comparison is just like the gateway to feeling less than, yeah, you know? Well, and I think somebody needs to break the cycle, you mm -hmm. know, like if everyone keeps up with everyone else, like where does it end? Mm -hmm. You know, and kind of like back to where we were talking about like these club sports and, trying to make sure that, you know, your kids are doing what all the other kids are doing. Like I get so, I get so frustrated when I, I'm like, why do we keep pushing our kids so hard mm -hmm. for these things? And, and I'm just as guilty of it because I'm like, Oh, you know, like when, when she was doing gymnastics and we were doing like the team gymnastics, you know, I was like, well, we can't just do gymnastics class. We got to do team because we mm -hmm. got to, we have to do what other kids are doing. And, you know, it's like, I finally, like, she has taken a step back from that. And that mm -hmm. was her, she asked me for that. She's like, can we just, I need to take a break. And yeah. I think listening to our kids to a point too, where, you know, not just because, you know, maybe the town you live in, everybody does hockey or maybe everybody does, you know, it's a big football town, what, whatever it is, there's always going to be that pressure that, well, everyone else's kids doing this. So my kid has to do this, mm -hmm. you know, listening to your kids, what they want, what they really, you know, like what they need. And then, but also thinking like, can I be the one to break the cycle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good thought. And also I think just like making sure that you're celebrating the things that you have done and that you have already and seeking joy, being intentional about seeking joy in that. Yeah. Um, 
and you know it's 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 good to have goals right it's good to strive for things and and you always want to do better and i totally get that i'm not i don't mean to um say that we shouldn't do that right um but i think that if you don't seek joy and accomplishment and fulfillment in the journey like what good is the destination right like you you have to you have to be impressed with yourself with that journey and how how far you've come and how far you've gotten and if the if the only place where you can seek joy is like at the end but there's like no end right because every time you get there you want more and you want more and you want more you've missed all this other great stuff yeah you know that is such a good point i think if you're the kind of person who recognizes that you have this tendency to, you know, see what other people are doing and feeling like you should be a part of that or that you should be doing that too. You know, maybe that's where you evaluate like the parts of your life that, you know, social media might not be the best thing. Like, you know, maybe just take a pause, take a step away from that for a little while and see if your life just feels a little less cluttered and, you know, less stressful that way. I've actually done that before where I've, um, like turn usually it's I keep Instagram and then we'll like deactivate my Facebook for a little bit and some of the things I found when I turn my Facebook off initially are, are interesting like one you don't realize how much muscle memory it is when you like turn on your phone and then instantly like <laughs> try and go to Facebook I mean I spend a good week trying to just like break that habit not realizing that when I pick up my phone that's where that. I go yep. And then I remember um, when I had deactivated it the one time, and I can't remember um, what happened. It was something, I don't remember if we bought something or we're going somewhere. But I remember feeling like I wanted to turn my Facebook back on to share that this had happened. And then I had to think, like, why do, why do I need, I don't need to seek other people's approval for this to be a victory for me you know like i i only need my own approval and the people i love and my family and the people that are here in the now and care um i don't need to put it on social media why am i looking for that as as validation and that was eye-opening to me and i (laughs) i have i have facebook and instagram and stuff and but i try to be more careful now and more mindful about what i'm posting and why i'm posting it yeah that's a good point. I, I feel like too, like, you know, you can be so hard on you. Like your self-esteem can really take a toll. Like if I like back to food blogging, if I post something and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, nobody really liked that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but like, so-and-so her post has like, you know, 800 likes on it. I'm like, okay, well obviously I'm doing something wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I feel that way right now, whether that's mm-hmm. true or not, or just, you know, whatever, but it's just, it's that, that kind of stuff that I feel like, um, I don't feel like I'm giving myself credit uh-huh. and I'm, I'm allowing myself to be affected by something so silly, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm proud of my work yeah. and then I guess that's all that I, that matters, you know, mm-hmm. but yet I still make sure that I'm like keeping up with what other people have going on. Right. So yeah, it's a bad, I mean, it's definitely a losing, it's a losing battle to try to always keep up with everybody else. So if you can recognize it, which I think we've done here and, um, Try to stop yourself from doing it when you can. Yeah, and just being intentional about um, celebrating the things that you have done and are doing and 
it's going to be a ongoing cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, there's nothing about mental health or life in general that is a perfect linear science. Um, but just chipping away to be more mindful and appreciative and, and seeking joy in, in whatever parts we can without feeling the need to compare to others. There's a quote, and I'm going to get this wrong because I should have prepared ahead of time, but it's something <laughs> about never compare yourself to someone else. Compare yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. Did I get it right? I, that's, I it's mean, close. that sounds very I mean, wise I do post quotes every day, so I feel like I should have a few like stacked up in my head. But yeah. I, is that I the Dalai Lama or what is that? <laughs> Who's okay. that by? I don't know. <laughs> it is by someone else, not me. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Compare yourself to yourself, not to someone else. I think that's great advice. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you'd follow us on our podcast so you can be a part of our episode each Monday. And go ahead and find us on Instagram as well. We will be back next week with a new show and we hope that you'll join us. Have a great week.